What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of Dad Bod History. I'm Jake. We got Eric, Jeff, and Cameron on tonight. Uh, before we get rolling, I just want to ask you guys to like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell um, so we can uh, appreciate you following us. So that's nice, guys. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks. I just I like that. Know, off the dome. Wow. Didn't even practice. Yeah. No, that's not uh, in the script. <laughs> no, it is not in the script. I took your script and I improved it, as Steve Nash would say. Um, so before we get into our topic for tonight, first thing I want to do is uh, hit some tales from the dad front. How was your week or weekend? What did you guys do this this past uh, seven days? Nothing. All right. We had a big uh, dust storm. There we go roll through uh town and when it rolls through the central valley in california you can't go outside because it's just filled with valley fever Mm -hmm. um and then it rained so we spent a good chunk of the week in the classroom not able to go outside it's kind of ridiculous and then the same thing with the kids at home it was like you can't go outside it's too dusty all that kind of stuff so it's a bit stir crazy week bit stir crazy yeah. You know, what's funny is, is this reminds me, I saw something on Twitter um, and somebody's talking about in the Midwest, those, uh, those recesses that had to be indoor recesses because it was too cold or snowy out. And it reminded me of when we were teaching um, and we had some of those indoor recesses, but specifically, do you guys remember when you were kids and when you had to do the indoor gym recess and they had those little four wheeled scooters that you could sit on and no, yes. oh man, they were like uh-huh. this tall and you'd sit on them. And I'm sure there was some educational purpose for them, but all that ever happened was, is we would just like go crash into each other. Like it was bumper cars and smash our fingers. And inevitably we'd have to go to the nurse's office. Um, and the gym teacher was just like, sitting on a chair reading sports illustrated because he didn't want anything to do with us at the time, but yeah. Or you do it like, or you do indoor floor hockey and you'd sit on the scooters with the hockey sticks screaming down the gym, swinging away. They're really short awesome. hockey sticks. Right? Oh yeah. 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 In first grade, we played inside with that big goofy parachute and second grade on, it was straight dodgeball every day. <laughs> You get one parachute week. You get one year of parachute, and then it's then it's welcome to the real world. Off to the majors. And you come in all sweaty and a big shiner on one half of your head because Kevin Van Dusen crushed you from just a blindside shot. Because we played four sided dodgeball at this Catholic school I went to, and you got to you got to keep your head on a swivel out there, man. It can come from anywhere. So I like it. Yeah, it was brutal. That's, uh, and they probably weren't. They probably weren't those nice soft gator skin dodgeballs. They were probably like made really of actual gator skin. Yeah, it was the red ones that go like when they come <laughs> off your head. <laughs> yeah, those have been outlawed by. Uh, by you can never over inflate, kids. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, if you do overinflate to get bigger, they're a little more awkward. There's that nice you medium, get a little, like just get a little curve get, on there. Uh, you want to get maximum yeah, it's velocity. A, it's between a mush ball and a basketball. It's just you can really get into it. So. I think the statute of limitations has expired, but Eric, I really enjoyed when we played dodgeball against our middle schoolers. It was one of my favorite parts of teaching. Just teachers versus students. That is outstanding. We yeah. we As did a, that a couple of years ago, uh, shortly after my back surgery, like a smart. year after. Yeah. It was my first foray back into the field of sports. And I dominated those eighth graders. I lit them up. Rehab, yeah. It's always good to beat up on children. It's good it's for your therapeutic. Family. And strangely, your least favorite students were the ones that took the ball off the face the most, right? Just yeah. coincidentally. It, it's just, it happens. Well, it's as if, it's as if the ball attracts their smarminess. It's yeah. really, it's a force <laughs> they all, of nature. They all look the same to me when we're out there on the dodgeball court. And the best part is, is if we ever felt like we were losing the advantage, we could just arbitrarily change the rules. Jailbreak! <laughs> yeah, jailbreak. All the teachers are free. <laughs> So trumped up charges, you take yeah. the best players off the field. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I got executive privilege. I don't get to go out. Sorry. I pardoned myself. Court. Yeah. Tough. It was yes. awesome. So I don't even know what we were talking about. Well, I think what we're talking about is this week's episode. So just a little behind the scenes. Oh, we're we are jumping hey. way ahead. That's cool. That's cool. Well, no, we're not, no, it's this is all background. This is all filler. This is uh this is to provide color. So yeah. Jake came up with a great dad bought after dark. We're going to talk about eighties movies. And then through the course of the next 15 minutes, we came up with the structure that we're going to get into tonight. And then right after that, Jake held his breath like an eight year old and said, I'm not doing it and got yeah. off the tech chain. And then um, he came back two days later and he had reconsidered. And I, for one, love him even more as though that were well, possible. And let's give credit where credit is due. My wife explained to me how I actually wanted to do this, and I was wrong in thinking otherwise. So you went about it. that in the right way. I mean, skipping out really would have been cutting off your nose to spite your face. And, and, and you I got a big have... nose. Yeah. So it would have been a significant loss for me. You're right. I mean, I, I accept it. Everyone else was right in this situation. I was totally wrong. Hey, yeah. hey, all's well that ends well. I'm proud of you. I'm happy we're back. I couldn't Thanks, be man. I couldn't be more excited about what's about to happen here. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm excited too. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a blast. Um, so Jeff, since well, no, can I can I tell you my one story from this past week? And I texted you guys this, but um so me and my wife were laying in bed just talking while the kids were out destroying one of our rooms um, with their antics. And then my daughter comes in and me and my wife were talking about one of these movies, Penguins of Madagascar, which is probably one of my favorite um, animated movies out there. And there's this scene where the penguins meet Dave the octopus and they don't remember who he is. And they go, Dave, Dave, hey, how's the wife? And Dave goes, I've never been married. And we started laughing. And Langston's in there. And she just starts laughing. She goes, <laughs> I've never been married. And she goes, wait, I don't, I don't get it. And, and it just cracked me up even more. Because it's like, that's the first time where I've, like, I've realized that my daughter is just truly humoring me. 
um, <laughs> when I think I'm trying to be funny. And it hurt a little bit, but you know, it's good to it's good to know that I'm not as funny as I thought I was. So as long as you didn't learn it from your wife, you're okay. No, no, obviously not. Um, my wife thinks all my jokes are hysterical. Just ask her. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's my one other story from the week. So my story from the week is um, this normally would have been the big end of the season duck hunting weekend out here in East Texas. And we all would have gathered at uh, at a friend's hunting camp a half hour down the road. But uh, we would have spent most of our time, um, I don't know, playing cards and smoking cigarettes and not sleeping. But uh, there's uh, there's no ducks. It's really warm out here. It doesn't feel like duck hunting season. And uh, so anyhow, global warming well, ruined well, my weekend. There's no ducks. There's no ducks here. I think it's just it's just simply too warm. It got really cold about three weeks ago, and it snowed a lot. It snowed five inches in my house, which is really rare out here, even in East Texas. But no, since then it uh, it hasn't been good. Some friends of mine went duck hunting this morning, and uh, four no guys, one duck. And uh, it was it was a bad day. So anyhow, it was kind of bittersweet. But went out to the uh, hunting property anyway, and rode around today and had fun. It was a good day. That's awesome. Cameron, did you have anything? Uh... Well, yeah, I, I was going to talk about something else, but until Jeff reminded me. So recently I went um, duck and goose hunting um, with a buddy, and it was absolutely awesome. My first experience and absolutely loved it. Um, but afterward, after we go hunting, we're in this small town diner. And um, I actually snapped a picture of it. It was so awesome. But genius, genius advertising. So... You, you know, you call this number, whatever, and you buy a diamond for your wife, your girlfriend, whatever, and get a free hunting rifle to go with it. So nobody loses in this in this game. You know, you get a rifle for yourself. You don't get in trouble because, hey, honey, I got you a diamond. And I just thought that is the most genius advertising campaign I've ever heard in my life. So definitely I need to patronize them. Was this in Arizona? No, it was actually in Colorado. So just some small podunk town in Colorado and don't know the name of the business or anything, but I think I'm going to give them a call because I took a photo of it and yeah, nobody loses there. That is a really like smart, smart strategy. Like you said, nobody loses. It's similar to my um, fantasy football strategy of, of years past. So I knew early on that my wife was not a fan of fantasy football, but I happened to want win you know, the first or second year out of college. And I decided that I was going to spend my winnings on diamond earrings for her. And that bought me four or five years beyond that, where she was a fan. She would ask me about how my team was doing because <laughs> of the fact that, you know, she's got some skin in the game. So pro tip, all the dads out there, take notes. That it's is pretty, smart. It's pretty Jedi move there for sure. Oh yeah. That's a, yeah, that's awesome. That's an investment. So, yeah, there's there's my story. Not really a, a dad story, but, you know, there you go. That's a good story, though. And you just gave our massive audience a great tip on. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, so that's smart. We're nothing uh, if not helpful here at Dad Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once uh, once the, that, that small gun shop gets the royalties, uh, coming in i'm sure we'll we'll get some of that as a 
as a finder's fee. So I'm excited. I know I should have written them down. We could, we yeah. could have plugged them. So, all right. Um, well, Jeff, do you want to, you want to explain what's going on tonight? You want to sure. take the um, lead? Yeah, I'll, I'll do some broad, uh, some broad strokes and then Eric, you can fill in some details, but um, again, going off of Jake's idea to talk about eighties movies. Um, everybody loves eighties movies, or at least I do. Um, fun fact, I was born in 1972. So that means in 1980, I turned eight. And when the eighties rolled out, I was 18. So my formative years, it was good stuff. I was there for the whole thing. I remember all of it because I hadn't started frying my brain yet. It was really great. So the eighties were as good as you've all been told they are. Um, most of the stuff we're going over today, like I'd sat in a movie theater to watch it. Uh, movie theaters won't exist in five years. So that makes this even more special. Um, one of the only things that dads like better than the eighties is fantasy football. So we took Jake's idea of let's just talk about eighties movies, which are fabulous and let's turn it into a draft. So originally it was left. Diamonds and rifles, movies and football drafts. Yeah, originally it was just, we're going to throw out, Hey, you guys remember fast times at Richmond high and we do a few Spicoli impersonations and move on. But no, now we have skin in the game. So we are going to (laughs) draft our our ultimate eighties lineup. I mean, Who's going to get Predator? Who's going to get Ferris Bueller's day off? Where does Fletch go? There are so many questions that we're about to answer. And here's one more wrinkle. I'm going to throw in there because I'm going to, when we get this episode out, I'm going to, I'm going to post the question of uh, who's got the best lineup and listeners. I need you to comment and tell us who got the best lineup. And uh, okay. So do we need some more rules? Some more specifics. The more rules, the better. <laughs> I know that's what Jake's all about. I uh, <laughs> love it. We definitely more need rules. draft order, and we need to know exactly what our team needs to consist of. So yeah. Why don't so you, uh, you so I'll get we'll get the draft order in a minute. Uh, one rule is uh, what is it? One drama, two action, two comedy, a teen or coming of age film, and then a wild card. And I know we're leaving off horror and we're leaving off sci-fi and and fantasy i think we can kind of sports french films sports so we can (laughs) no french films is that the rule right yeah that's true yeah but well it's funny because when i looked through the drama section man it was all french or italian films i'm like no 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 no. this is america not we don't want any of that nonsense so so anyways it's implied that it's america yeah so Canada counts. I mean, strange brew counts. That's a good one. Okay. All right. So sorry. Uh, again, th- those categories, some are things are kind of uh, ambiguous, can kind of fall into different categories, but we get to choose which category we're putting our film in. Uh, and we have to have seen the film, which puts Jeff at a great advantage over the three of us. Um, I did watch two 80s movies that I had not seen before this past week to put them on my list. So um, I think we're going to, as a result, I just assumed I wasn't going to get a chance to pick those and didn't put them on my list, but. And we're going to do snake style. So uh, first pick in the first round will be fourth pick in the second round. So um, I've got the cup here. There's Jake. And I didn't put mine in the fridge or anything beforehand. So (laughs) 
don't worry. There's Jake. Got Jeff. So Jake is number one. No, I'm no, first. I'm, I'm putting these in the cup right now. He's, he's pulling them out of the cup. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm folding them up to put them in the cup so I can pull them out so you can see. It's a nice cup. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Look at that. All right. First pick goes Honest, to. Please, Jake. Me. Okay, so All just right. let me. We're gonna figure out our order first. Second pick. No pressure. Jeez. Cameron. Hi. Third pick is Jeff, Jeff, which gives me the fourth pick. All right. All right. Ready to go. No pressure. So just for my uh, knowledge, so we can pick, there's no order. Like we have to do first round is drama. Nope. Like we can do any genre, any nope. round. You want to pick it's a kicker first, go for it. Player right here. Yeah. If there's a run on running backs and you feel like you're missing out, you grab one. Or if you want to jump in and grab the top white out that's left, you go for it. Just, no. uh, you just, Fill your roster. We each get one, two, four, seven picks. Get your Green Bay All defense right. first. Well, gosh. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, this one uh, lands up. I think it came out right in 1984-85. It is the movie that defeated communism. We are talking Rocky Four. Oh, oh, man. I want to hit you with an action one first. I'm going Rocky Four. It's so hard going, to beat the movie. What? So you're going action? You're putting that action. action. Yeah, that's an action movie. But it could action. be a drama. It's so political. It's drama. There's, I mean, it's something for everybody in that movie. It, it really is. Yeah, I mean, it documentary. If we were doing that as a topic, um, so we've got a lot here. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's my first pick. Rocky Four, or arguably the best Rocky movie. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, that was going to be my, my number one pick. So very well done, Jake. I, mean, I that's, thought that's, I thought it was going to go Tim fast. Over, over picks right there. That's yeah. Thank you, man. I, I was worried. Honestly, I was worried about you, Cameron. I'm like, I bet Cameron's going to take Rocky Four pretty quick. So yeah. uh, getting the chance. It was luck of the draw. So I'm going to have to cross that off. Literally luck of the draw. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Cameron, you're up. Um, yeah. This is this is kind of a sentimental pick for me. I I can remember when I first saw this as a kid, it was it, it really fascinated me because it's, it's some of the best acting I've ever seen. Um, Dust Hoffman is an unbelievable actor, and that role he obviously did a ton of research and when this movie was filmed and i think it was in um 1983 if i'm not mistaken but rain man um you know they they talked about autism and that a lot where that really wasn't a thing um back then very people knew very little about it and you know that's that's there's no typical when it comes to autism but that is 
there's so much nuance to autism and, you know, it presents in so many different ways, but, you know, he happened to be an autistic savant and, you know, I think that that was a, a great thing for, you know, the world um, awareness wise. And, you know, it's, it's a lot more prevalent now than it was then, but just such a cool movie. And I, I was captivated by it. I was a little kid when it came out and um, just loved it. And I, I happened to have seen it, I don't know, a couple months ago, and I forgot how good it was. But yeah, one of my one of my top probably five movies ever is uh, Rain Man. Putting that down as you? your action flick. <laughs> well, from, from your lead in, from your lead in, I wasn't so sure you weren't going Tootsie. So, mm, mm. so is that your drama? Obviously. Yeah, I'll put that in drama. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that's something yeah, I noticed when I was I was doing research about the same four or five actors and actresses that are in about all ninety seven percent of these yeah. movies. Like yeah. one of our, I, I noticed on our our page, one of our loyal fran- friends, Janice, um, made the comment of, "Hey, you know, we need some Stallone picks." And it's like, yeah, that he could have been on any one of these movies. The yeah. Italian Stallion yeah. episode Stallone is movies on here. That's an episode to itself. <laughs> That's exactly. a seven-part series. Let's be honest. That's uh, that's going to the many faces of Cabretti. Oh, <laughs> uh, was that Death Race? Is that what? No, Cobra. His name was Cabretti and Cobra. Oh yeah, mm. it was terrible. Um, it was okay. So, so I'm up. Uh, much like in a fantasy football draft, you've got the number one overall player. I feel like the number one overall player is still on the board. Um, our deepest positions clearly in this draft are action and comedies. Um, I'm taking arguably the quintessential 80s movie, 1986, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, that's... Um, it's a movie that you still can't... If you're flicking through channels, flipping through channels and it's on, yeah, I'll watch it again. It doesn't matter what part of the movie it's in. You'll laugh, you'll cry. Uh, it's fantastic. So my question, Jeff, is that as a teen movie or a comedy? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going, well, I had it down in both categories, but primarily I've got it in comedy. So I'm taking uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off as a comedy. All right. Excellent choice. Yeah. I agree. Ferris is quintessential 80s. Save Ferris. Yeah. I feel like that's a movie that I never... I think a lot of these movies I saw, especially 80s movies I saw, kind of like I started watching them when I walked into the room and they were on TV as a kid. You know, I didn't go see a lot of these in the theater, um, but it would be on TV or someone would be watching. I walk in halfway through and I just sit down and start watching. I'm like, well, that was interesting. I wonder how it started. And I think that's one of those. Right. I've seen bits and pieces before I probably years before I sat down and just watched the whole thing straight through. Yeah. Well, like I said, with a lot of these eighties movies, it's like at any given moment, you could turn on TBS and one of them is on and you'll catch yeah. it halfway through. And Ferris Bueller is definitely that. Yeah. And I think that movie starts with him breaking the fourth wall and talking to the audience. It's, it's really good yeah. stuff. So if you haven't seen it, that first of all, it blows my mind. Second of all, it is outstanding. Abe and, and Jeff, you've, always been, you've always been a big movie critic like breaking the fourth wall that's something that you learn in a college level class of 
of uh, cinema. So, you know, these aren't movies when Jeff talks about them. They're films. These are not going to the movies. This is a cinema experience. Thanks to Jeff. I thought we were leaving the French stuff out of this, Cameron. Jeff spells... Jeff spells theater R-E, not E-R. That's how funny he is. Theatra. Yeah. I spell theater USA. (laughs) AMC. So, all right. All right, Eric, let it rip. You got two in a row here. I got two in a row. This is going to be tough. Um, So I think I'm going to, like we said, action and comedy – I'm going to need a few, but I think I can, I can dip into one of the others to start. Um, and it's something that I watched for the first time yesterday. Uh, it's going to go in my teen coming of age part. And I had never seen it. I had heard people talk about it. Um, you know, I've heard the song over and over and it's such a simple yet deep story um, stand by me. Dang it. And Dang it. All right. I'm going to tell you, I know it's based on Stephen King novella, the body. Uh, and I'm kind of a, I've, I've read quite a bit of Stephen King stuff. So <clears throat> every time I've heard about stand by me, I'm like, Oh, it's about these four kids. And that sounds interesting. Uh, but man, that, that kind of nails the 80s type movie but it's i mean it's very much like stephen king the monsters are not the monsters the people are the monsters right the people are the worst uh the the scariest monsters of all in his stories so um i really enjoyed it it's got will wheaton river phoenix jerry o'connell um for sutherland uh key for sutherland uh john cusack um Richard Dreyfus is the narrator. Yeah, he's the narrator. And uh, who's the other kid? Um, uh, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman, yeah. I mean, right. that, that crew of four boys, it, I mean, those guys all had pretty lengthy careers except for River. Um, well, But he had a promising one yeah. ahead of him. So, yeah. Yeah, I really well, his, enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a great movie. They talk about coming in. Like, that was probably going to be my number one teen movie right there is stand by me because that's one of the few movies where i've seen it and i'm like i don't watch a lot of movies over and over again but that's mm-hmm. one where if i see it on i will sit down and watch the whole whole length of the movie because it, yeah I think it, it's, it's that like good. four boys <clears throat> just kind of on a two-day walking trek to go see a dead body right yeah um but everything that unfolds between them and about their lives and mostly about their fathers and their relationships that's uh yeah it's something and then you know that's it's cool you're all 12 and you're all best friends but it all goes separate ways after that and um everyone ends up in wildly different places so yep it's a good one are you going to second pick though now? I know. Oh, that's no pressure. Out. Second round. First pick, second round. So I think I'm going to have to jump into action and I'm going to have to nab a top spot. I need a, a good running back here and it's going to be Die Hard. Oh! <laughs> uh, I knew that one was going to go high. And again, I think 
What's and that's probably the greatest Christmas movie of all time, right? That's, oh my gosh! So I'm gonna snag start, that for Christmas don't episode. Don't start that, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think I saw Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third one, before I saw any of the others, and I remember. Were you born in like 1996? Because some of the movies that you Just haven't about. seen. Okay. No, I. So I remember when I saw Die Hard and Die Hard 2 and is I was sick from school in seventh or eighth grade or it might have been in high school. And uh, my mom's like, well, we got to go to Costco. So I went to Costco and I got the box set of the three in VHS and I just watched them my day off. And it was fantastic. That's a great day. That's a great day off. My my headache was, you know, I wasn't feeling great, but. Your mom is a great American. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, this is what you need, son. (laughs) Because you're feeling sick after watching this, you'll know you just got to get through it. Yeah. Broken glass, man. Nothing will stop you. Nope. It's funny is when I saw that movie, when I saw Die Hard come out, I didn't remember, like, that wasn't the first time I saw Bruce Willis. I remember him from Moonlighting with Sybil Shepard. And so I was like, oh, that's the guy from Moonlighting. Like, good for him. Like, I didn't realize that. <laughs> He's got really broke in. Really good for him. Way to, way, to, way to land on your feet, Bruce. Like, that's because my mom was a big fan of Sybil Shepard and Moonlighting. And so that's how I got it. It's so just weird how you get those first memories of certain actors or actresses. All right. Those are two... Knock down, drag out picks, Eric. Those will be really tough to compete with. Okay, so um, I'm up. I got to go. Uh, I'm going to have to go to action. Die Hard was a big pick. I've got four of my picks with stars next to them. I honestly can't. I couldn't tell you which one's the best, second, third, or fourth. I would change my mind every single time. Um, but just pure 80s classic action. Um, I've got to go with Top Gun. Uh, I've, I say to myself at least once a day, talk to me, Goose. Um, Tom Cruise somehow is this still the same age he was when he made this movie. And uh, it's soundtrack that is and it's made its way into so many uh, parts of our lives. So anyhow, I'm going to 80s action, second round, Top Gun. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. And I think... Uh, I think soundtracks are an underrated part of the movies. You know, it makes such a big deal to have that background. You know, Rocky Four. part of the reason why it went number one overall is Eye of the Tiger. You know, you can't get through that whoa, movie whoa, whoa, without whoa, 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 whoa. Eye of the Tiger is Rocky Three. <laughs> James Brown is Rocky Four. All right, Cameron, I think that's a shot <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring a flag, but I got to throw a flag on the play there. That's uh... see, okay. I, I I'm not gonna argue with the expert, but I could have sworn that was Rocky Four. Talk amongst yourselves. While there I was some kind of bowl. I think living in America. No, James Brown. James Brown answer. living in America. That was yeah, Rocky Four. That was, that was right. Rocky Four. Yeah. That was the yeah. fight. That was when Drago and Apollo Creed fought. James Brown came in and sang "Living in America." Awesome song, incredible song. Um, Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake did Rocky Five's anthem, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The old, the we old Tommy gun. Yep. 
Well, here's the thing. I'm looking at Wikipedia. It says on side one, song number four is Eye of the Tiger. Well, it was in every Rocky movie after Rocky Three, but look up the Rocky Three soundtrack. It came out in 1982. Rocky Four came out in 85. The first yeah, song on the Rocky Three soundtrack, Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. I, you're right. That's how good right. that song is. It can make it on multiple soundtracks, and it still yeah. works. So, right. it's, it's probably on. It's probably on That's twenty impressive. soundtracks. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> All right, Top Gun. So it's yeah. my turn, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah, same with Jeff. I got I got several here that I I really want to go with. Um. And I'm gonna choose. This is another movie that I remember watching. It was so cool. It just captivated me. I wanted to live this guy's life. Um, Field of Dreams. Iowa cornfield plows up his his cornfield, drives across the country to meet um, Terrence McMahon, and just cool quintessential American uh, movie. And I just really remember cool. again. What genre are you? What genre are you picking this in, Cam? I'm going drama. That's a drama. Well, you've already got a Rain Man is your drama. Yeah. So that's your second shot. I hope you got a big bottle there. <laughs> oh, see, you're right. You're right. Um, you can make it a wild card if you want to use that as your wild card. Yeah. I think it locks him in. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I said it. I have. He to sent use it that. to the commissioner. Yeah, yeah he's got he's got two punters right now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's a good movie in its own right, but that it's a great movie. I almost here. it's high on one of my lists as well. But um, you, 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 definitely got two, you definitely got two punters with the same bye week. This is we, a problem. We, yeah. we we could have had a sports genre, honestly, and filled that pretty don't. easily. I've got several sports movies on here. We know. So you're going wild card with Field of Dreams, Kim? Yeah, yeah. It, it's only going to fit in the wild card. It's not a team movie, I'll tell you that. Not a comedy. It's a, it's a great movie, though. It is. All right. Is it up to me now? Yep. You're up. You, you get two yeah. in a row. <sighs> okay. No pressure. <laughs> Don't screw it up. All right. Um, I guess for my next pick, I'm going to take a drama. And here's where I'm torn. I'm torn between two, one of which I actually enjoy more as a movie, but the other one I think is a more quintessential 80s movie. So I'm going to go with the quintessential 80s movie because I want to win. I don't want to just be a homer and pick just Packers. Um so I'm going to go with Scarface. Ooh. Are you going drama or action with Scarface? Drama. Nice. That was high on my list, too. And I was a little surprised. Oh, go ahead. Uh, it, there's a lot of good ones coming off the board right now. A lot of yeah. good ones. Here's why, and here's the thing about Scarface is it has staying power. And when I was in college, 
about 60% of the guys in my dorm had Scarface posters of some sort up in their dorm room wall. Um, whereas the other movie, which I actually like better, didn't make a single appearance in my college dorm life. So, um, so there we are. So yeah, Scarface, that's gonna be my first of two um, for rounds two and three. All right, third round, first pick. Jake Rines, uh, what do you got? Uh, just a second. I just want to make sure. Okay. Whew. Just makes it. All right. Um, I'm going to go with a comedy. Ghostbusters. Solid. Great pick. Fun fact, that was the number six overall grossing movie in the 80s. Was it? Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah. All right. Ghostbusters. That's, and here's the thing with the comedies is man, so many of them, there's just so many great comedies out of the eighties, but I think Ghostbusters takes the cake. Um, at least for me. Yeah. The first one had the stay puff marshmallow, right? That was a big boss at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't think anything. Um, yeah. Rick Moranis. Yeah. Sigourney Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. Yeah. Bankman um, was Slimer in that one. Did he make his yeah. first appearance? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good. Good movie. All right. Um, I guess we'll move on to Cameron. You're back. Cameron, no more dramas, buddy. Yeah. So I, I feel like I need a. Uh, I need to make my foray into the action movies right now. Um. This is this is a little bit of a dark horse, but it's just such a good movie, and I've seen it. I I feel like twenty times. Predator. Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, hi, am I? Yeah, you snake my pick. Great pick. Such a good movie, and it, I mean that was genuinely terrifying. Being hunted in the in the jungle by something you can't really see great great you know there were some badass guns in that too so yeah predator great oh yeah jesse the body ventura you had carl weathers you had arnold carl weathers yeah apollo creed is in that one that's right all right um i'm gonna stay uh i'm gonna stay 80s action predator was a really high pick for me. Uh, my next one, I've got to go with, uh, it's a sequel and I would normally stay away from sequels, but this movie is great. And it's great because it was done before CGI. So they've done sequels to this movie with CGI that are not as good because they don't have real people in it. And it's aliens. It was yes. the sequel to the, Rid- the Ridley Scott classic alien. Uh, this one is directed by James Cameron no CGI, great acting, great story. Everything about it is awesome. The, the, the movie will hold up forever because it does well. It, it was some of the best special effects you could get ahead of CGI. Well, so. And you call it an action movie, right? But it's almost a, it's a thriller and a horror movie as well. Like it's not, that's what makes it such a good movie is it's not just one thing. Yeah. Aliens is is up there. I remember when I first saw that, and I was I was staying at like my cousin's house, 
and I almost peed my pants. I was so scared watching that. Like it, it was, was outstanding. Yeah. And, and you take an already horrifying movie alien and then you just put the S on there. Like, yeah, man, Ripley had her handful with one of those. Way do you see him breeding out of control? Yeah. So That's as awesome. we're going through this, uh, I'm kind of putting stars next to ones that I have not seen. And a- the entire alien franchise I have not seen except for um, one that was much more recent. I don't know if it was alien versus predator that happened like in the Antarctic. Mm. No, don't, don't watch, don't watch those. Well, I already did, (laughs) but I need to go back. These are things I need to see, right? I need to go back and watch alien and aliens and see the genesis of it. We could do a whole dad bot after dark, just about the alien franchise. You've got movies directed by David Fincher. I mean, it's great. And then it goes into the garbage zone of aliens versus predator that there's a deep, rich history there. Every time you say something about a movie you haven't seen, it looks like you've hurt Jeff physically. <laughs> I'm trying to make it better. I watched I two movies are. this week. <clears throat> I just love it when I see somebody that's this excited about something and Jeff is just, he is loving life right now. He's got that big old smile on his face. Love it. Oh, I can't believe that you that it wasn't me that picked 80s movies. This is yeah, this is here's the thing. Jeff gets upset about us not seeing certain movies. Like we get upset when somebody doesn't know what the Battle of Hastings was, Eric. Like that's like (laughs) it's true. What do you mean? How can you not know this? Like that's how Jeff is right now. The most important event in (laughs) English history. Yeah. So except for the magnetic. Yeah, that thing. But anyway, as a man, it's not like a normal fantasy football draft right now because every pick is in the Hall of Fame. Every one that we're picking right now yeah. is in the Hall of Fame. Well, it's because we're not going 15 yeah. deep and we don't have 12 guys on the screen, too. I know. <laughs> you no, get to the no, bottom and you're like, I don't know. Nobody's like, know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the art house film. That's gonna be my third pick. Like everyone's <laughs> I like I need a sleeper. I need a sleeper pick. Everyone's like Tom Brady, Johnny Unitas, <laughs> like they're just picking the best of everything. Aaron Rodgers were just home run after home yeah. run. <laughs> <laughs> oh what it's all sports? Give me Barry Bonds. I want him too. Like it doesn't just like <laughs> God, it's awesome. All right. Uh Back to back. So I think I have to go with another action one, just round out my action. Um, And so I'm coming at this from like, what is the 80s to me? Because I can't like base it on what other people think the 80s is. So for me, this is that 80s movie, The Terminator. And it just kind of kicked off that franchise. I know the first one that really stuck in my mind was... uh, Judgment Day, because I, I I probably saw scenes of that before I ever saw the first one, um, but the Terminator was just that's a great pick, fantastic. From you know the opening scenes where he just shows up at the bar, you know, gets dressed and takes off. It's just fantastic. Uh, James Cameron just went back to back. Just FYI, there. So. What do you mean? Just filmed them back to back? No, no, no. I'm oh, talking about he, oh. he was the Aliens and Terminator. Those are both James Cameron movies. Hey, fun fact. You know who was originally going to play the Terminator? 
because the original role that Schwarzenegger had, Schwarzenegger was going to be, uh, he was the role of the, 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 the savior, the good guy. Oh, yeah, Kyle Kyle? John Kyle. No, John yeah. Kyle. the Senator from Arizona. Yep. <laughs> former, former Senator. Reese. Kyle Reese was Kyle originally Reese. Uh, Schwarzenegger. The uh, the Terminator was originally. You're not going to believe me, but this is a fact. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Man, one hundred percent true. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. It's That's like incredible. some alternate universe, like the where it ends up in the comedies section, or <laughs> it goes straight to VHS at Walmart. I mean. That's a great. That's a great fact. That's a crazy tidbit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, okay. Uh, you had another pick. Uh, start of the fourth round here, Mr. Oh. <clears throat> so, I think then I might have to get my drama out of the way. And I'm pretty sure I saw this for the first time in high school. Again, I think I took a while to catch up to 80s movies. Um, and I just don't, there's some scenes in there that have always just stuck with me. And I think it ends up coming out in my classroom performance. Dead Poet Society. Oh, man. Okay. That was an 80s movie. I, I swore that was in the 90s. No, 80s movie, and it could be right. a coming of age movie, but yeah, that's that's a that's a heck of a drama. And uh has um oh I forget his name, one of the, the actors in that is you know, Isn't he's in Ethan house. Hawk? Well, Ethan Hawk's in it. Um oh the guy that's like house is Watson. Yeah, how, he's uh, yeah. uh he's in that. He also does, uh, is it BMW or Mercedes-Benz? No, never mind. Wrong guy. Different guy, I'm thinking. so That's okay. You know. That's a great movie. I, I think some of those scenes, just the kind of the drama that comes out in the classroom, it's not yeah. usually like that, but there are moments when you can get the kids. And so seeing that movie kind of, struck me in terms of what I can do in the classroom. Yeah. I remember when I went, walked into your classroom once and you had all the kids standing on the tables, but it was for an entirely different reason. Um, yeah. They were doing that against my, yeah. my specific yeah, they instructions. Were, they were protesting, but whatever. It's, it's fine. Okay. Well, Hey, uh, that was, that, that was one of my top picks in dramas. I'm going to go drama also. Um, God, I'm kind of torn, but I am going to, since this really doesn't fit, I don't think, into action or comedy, um, part of me doesn't even want to make this a drama, but the the top grossing movie of the 80s, E.T., the extraterrestrial, I'm mm -hmm. taking as uh, as my drama. I was wondering when that one was going to go off the board. Yeah, I was uh, I was a little kid seeing this in the theater, saw it in the theater twice, cried both times. Uh, it's a good movie. We got Drew Barrymore. Uh they, they never did a sequel, thank God. It's just beautiful, standalone Steven Spielberg at his best. So uh, going E.T. with uh, my drama. I think I'm almost certain that's the first film I saw in a theater. Pretty sure. And how uh, old were you 
in what, what 82 83 no 86 right ish uh let's see et came out in 82 i mean i would have been one man <laughs> you went to the third theater a lot earlier than i did maybe it was the dollar theater in like 87 or something feel, no could have been something else who knows <laughs> but that's what i remember that's all that matters. All that's why we have remember. to write history down, folks, because that's one of the people change their minds all the time. That is one of the first movies I remember seeing, but I remember it because we had the VHS at my grandma's house, and so I watched it at her house. Um, yeah, but that is one of the first movies I remember seeing as a kid. All right, uh, Cameron, go number Let four. Yeah, I'm I'm waffling back and forth, but there's 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 a ton of good action still on the board. Um, but I got to go with and, and again, this is quintessential 80s. This isn't quote unquote good movies. This is quintessential 80s. We talked about earlier. We said, you know, it's one of those movies you can sit down at any time and just pick up wherever we're left off. Um, Rambo First Blood is that movie. He just basically spends the entire movie tearing through the town in, in one shape or form. It says about, I don't know how many dollars per word Stallone made in that movie, but it's it's pretty high. He had about 10 words of dialogue and it was awesome. Yeah. Brian Dennehy's in that too, right? He's the, the crooked sheriff. He is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. And the one the thing I like about that movie is, as opposed to the other Rambos, which are just pure action flicks, is like this one, First Blood, has a like a real story to it. You know, it's about John Rambo and he's a Vietnam vet and he's being ostracized. Like there's this whole undercurrent that, that mm -hmm. drives the story, which I think is really cool. Yeah, there's a little bit of political backdrop to it. Mm hmm. That was going to be one of based mine. on a novel, right? Like it's not just wasn't even written originally as a script. It was a novel to begin. I don't know. I was know. it? Yeah, I mean, it's by David Morrell. Huh? I believe. Right. It. I don't know. <clears throat> All right, Jay, uh, close it out around four here. Oh God, help me! All right, um, so I got one action drama and comedy done. All right, no pressure. I think I'm gonna close out my action with my round four pick. And I think that pick is going to be Batman. The most hyped movie of the 80s and it totally delivered. Yeah. That and so like we're talking about like movies I remember. I remember going to Batman uh, as a kid in the theaters. Like that was a huge thing. And then later at Six Flags Great America they built Batman the Ride and it was awesome. And they had the Batmobile there and like it was just this incredible like I'd never seen anything like it before. I think before I saw Batman 
movies I had seen were like E.T. and like The Land Before Time, you know, and 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 so this was just it was in a class of its own and it was incredible. Jack Nicholson, Mike, uh, Michael Keaton, um, Kim Basinger, gosh, King Basinger and it was in it. And then uh, it wasn't like uh, who's the other reporter guy? I think he was in Arliss. Um, but yeah, it's just like what what Iron Man is for this generation. Batman was to me. Like it was, well, it, was it was the first real superhero movie, right? I mean, even though he's an anti-hero, I mean, yeah. that was that, that was the beginning of a genre, man. Big I, budget. You had Superman worse. before that, but this one was something else. Like this That's what I mean. Yeah, like it was it was on a it was just unbelievable. It was dark, it was Tim Burton, it was Yeah. So I remember having the VHS and I remember it was all black and it just had the Batman oval on it, right? Yeah. And I remember putting the VHS in and every time it played before the movie started, they had an, uh, an ad for Diet Coke with uh, Alfred, like opens a Diet Coke. And, and it's just this weird scene. But I remember, I don't know if it was intentional or my VHS, but the sound got kind of like wonky in there right at the beginning. And it just made it sound more eerie to me, mm-hmm. more Batman-y, I guess. And the other thing with that movie is that Jack Nicholson was the best villain. Like he was, he was one of the first like superhero villains that you're like, this guy is awesome. He's terrible, but man, is he awesome. So yeah, it just, it was one of those like highlight things in my life where I remember when that happened and I remember seeing it and like, being, and I would run around in a cape and cowl and pretending I was Batman for the next three years. Like, that's what I did as a kid. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, and, and the soundtrack is done by Danny Elfman and Prince. What, how baller is that? Yeah. Incredible. I, I think Jack Nicholson was casted perfectly for that. He just has a face like the Joker. That smile is just spot on. He didn't have to act for that. That's just him. Yeah. And every Joker since then, as good as Heath Ledger was, but every Joker since then is like, well, how can we live up to Jack Nicholson? Like that's, that's yeah. been the goal, the gold standard. Um, yeah. Okay. So that was my fourth round pick. Now I get to do my fifth round. I've closed out my action movies. I've closed out my drama. I have one comedy. Hey, All right, there's only three rounds to go, fellas. I don't know if you guys are keeping track, but we're getting down to, I hope you guys are keeping track of what's come off the board. Cause I this am. Is where this is where your studying really pays up. Yeah. Eric literally just scratched his head. Right. So I feel like I've got a ton of good comedy movies I can fall back on for my second comedy, but I don't want to lose this teen or coming of age movie. And I guess it depends. It could be a comedy too, but I got to go with the Goonies. Um, This is another one that like, I remember seeing it as a kid and loving it. And I think it's just such a great movie today. Like it's one of those movies that still holds up. Um, and uh, yeah, great movie. Um, young Josh Brolin was in that. And hey, in addition- I'm curious, why didn't we see more of that little fat kid in that movie? He was so good. He was wildly Junk? entertaining. Yeah. And he just didn't, 
just didn't. I mean, he was did other movies, but that kid should have been a star. I man. think he's like he's like a he's an attorney now. Like he's a he's an attorney in Hollywood. Like he represents um, actors and actresses. That's what he does now. And he doesn't I look figured, anything like he did. Yeah. I figured it was crack, but I'm good. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> no, he, he's he's done all right. Um, okay, but yeah, Goonies, man, that was another one that growing up, I just I loved it. It was a it was like in my wheelhouse as far as movies I wanted to see. Hey, I'll tell you one of my darkest secrets. Um, the first time I saw Goonies was uh last year. What? Yeah, I, I know still I haven't I, seen uh, it. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah, my my cousin literally cussed at me when he found out about that. And Cameron, I, did you uh, see it? I felt shame. Yeah, did but you it's see it before so the twenty twenties? Oh yeah. Okay. I probably saw it in the nineties. All right. Well, that works. I. Wow. How did we? I, how I, did you see it, Jeff? I I'm sorry, my mind went blank after you said that. No, I was at my cousin's house a couple of years ago, and he started doing the the whole truffle shuffle thing. And, I was, and he's like, "Isn't that? Don't you love that movie?" I said, "I don't know what you're talking about." He's like, "How can you not know what I'm talking about?" I go, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "The Goonies." I, go, I never saw the Goonies. You never saw the Goonies, and it turned into this whole like literal family argument. And I had to promise to watch the Goonies. We started watching it that night. Got halfway through. I finished it the next week when I got home. It was a great movie. I, yeah. I mean, when a man starts doing the, the truffle shuffle without context, that can be a little alarming. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, are you okay, man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right so those are my two. Uh, round five to Cameron. Yeah, you guys are going to think I'm crazy for this, but I had a hard time with 80s comic movies. Um, I, I don't have a really great list that think, oh my gosh, so these have to be on my list. But when I look at comedy movies, Three Amigos has to be on that list. That's a good um, one. Classic, classic comedians, just funny stuff. Um, yeah. It, you, you can look at any five portion of that movie and there's three laugh out loud belly laugh things that come up in those five minutes batches yeah. <laughs> would you say i have a plethora plethora what is yeah, plethora. <laughs> that's how i learned what plethora meant <laughs> would you say i am infamous the guapo <laughs> All right, that's a good one. That's another one where you can sit down, like you said, and watch it anytime. All right, so I've got uh, one comedy, one teen, and one wild card left. Uh, in the back of my head, I'm hoping that my wild card sticks around. Um, I've got to go teen, and the I've got my the one that's in my heart and the one that's in my head. Um, much like you, Jake, trying, I mean, I don't know if I'm trying to win this thing or what, but I got to go, uh, ah, I got to go 16 candles. Um, I'm not a huge Molly Ringwald fan, but, uh, this was, uh, John and Joan Cusack's first, uh, big screen movie. And, uh, it's a great movie. I watch it all the time. And, uh, Anthony Michael Hall is, he's just he's the dork and he owns it and he's so funny and you got long duck dong no more yankee my wanky the donger need food i mean how many times do we all say that a week come on 
It's constant. I, so I think we're gonna have to bleep every one of those things out, uh, Jeff. Unfortunately, <laughs> they all show up on the uh, on the network <laughs> broadcast. Check yeah. the explicit box. FCC is breathing down our neck. <laughs> Anyhow, so I'm I'm going uh, with uh, my teen pick in the fifth round. I'm going sixteen candles. It's a good pick. I I thought that would go off uh, earlier. Honestly. All right. Uh, Eric, coming to you, round five. Well, I've still got two comedies left. I think my uh, my wild card will hold out, but I'm not sure about comedies. So the first one I'm going to go with is uh, History of the World Part One. Mm. Yeah, Mel Brooks. And again, it, it's one of those that I saw later on. I think somebody in college. We watched it in college together. We did. Oh my god! That was it's some some guy used to know in college yeah. turned me on to it. It was me. All right, such a great film. <laughs> Hitler on ice. Yes, Jews in space. <laughs> Jews in space. Whoa! Guys. Hey! Whoa! Hey! I think Man. those were all supposed to be in part two, weren't they? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was. It was part of the trailer for part two. Yeah. And then I asked about part two and everyone just looked at me. It was funny. Yeah. Good times. Still waiting. Such a great it's been comedy. 30 years, but we're still waiting. Yeah. yeah. All right, Eric, kick off round six here. You got two picks left. Make them count. So this is tough because I, I think I'm going with another comedy at this point. And maybe I can maybe I don't have to jump into one that kind of fits me more, but also hits another genre. And that's back to the future. Mm. That whole franchise was part of my life in the eighties. Um, especially I, I think the best part of it was that before they released the first one, they had decided there's going to be a second or there's going to be a third. Cause it was always to be continued and uh i you know as a comedy it it was funny but man that that whole story just took me for a ride and i never and this is another one jeff where you can explain michael j fox was not supposed to be the original marty right well not and not only that they uh they actually filmed for 3 weeks with eric stoltz in the role of marty mcfly That's and right. it just was not working it wasn't going well and it's funny, you can find some of the footage on YouTube of Eric Stoltz doing scenes that we've all seen uh, Michael J. Fox do over and over. And, you know, it's funny, this movie, it, it could have gone off the board in the first round. In my opinion, this is one of the quintessential movies of the 80s. Uh, it was a huge draw at the box office. Everybody loved it. It's one of the perfect scripts of all time. It's influenced how we all think of time travel all the way up until uh avengers endgame but yeah uh yeah originally eric stoltz was cast and, and christopher lloyd uh, has they, not aged a day he's still looking he still looks just like uh, <laughs> he looks exactly like he did <laughs> what was his name emmett brown yeah it still yeah. looks like emmett brown it's funny me yeah, and my wife. What, that's, that, that is a serious value pick in the sixth round to have back to the future drop to the sixth round i i 
I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is still doing on the board, but there he is. So <laughs> yep. it's funny. I, me and my wife were talking about this and, and it's like, I liked back to the future. I didn't really care for the second one. And I really liked the third one. Um, and I know a lot of people panned the third one. It wasn't there. It was, I think it was like the lowest graded one out of the three, but I mean, the whole series was pretty good. And, uh, I think the second one was a little dark. Like Biff was, it was upsetting. It was yeah. a, a future with Biff running the show. It was, it's not, it's not a good future. It was, it was scary. Yeah. So anyway, great pick, Eric. That's a, yeah, that's a, a late round knockout almost. Okay. So right, I'm going to go uh sixth round. I'm going a slight curveball here. Um, I'm going to go with my wild card here. I know uh, technically Cameron's already got a wild card, but he had to because he painted himself into a corner. But um, I'm going with a movie that remains one of my favorite movies of all time. Kick the 80s off with a bang. The biggest cinematic reveal in movie history. That's right. Empire Strikes Back. Now have to bring Star Wars into it or Star Trek into it. Peak Vader at his finest. I mean, one of the great lines in movie history. Does anybody want to take a crack at it? Luke, I am your father. No, Luke, I am your father. Doesn't even say Luke. He says, no, I am your father. God, we're nerds. Thank you, Eric. Well done. (laughs) We are really. Cameron, do you not get to jump in on this? No, I'm staying out of the Star Wars discussion. Yeah. Everyone's got an, okay, well, arguably the best Star Wars movie they ever made, um, which isn't hard to do because after the first three, they just got worse and worse and worse. Um, but anyhow, yeah, so that's my wild card, round six, Empire Strikes Back. That's up there with Back to the Future, right? That's like another knockout punch. And by up there, yeah. he means in the sixth round. <laughs> yes. We somehow saved the best movies for last. Way to go, us. <laughs> All right, uh, Cameron, you're up, man. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with comedy as well. And uh, Vegas Vacation, I really, just a great movie. Really, really, I think it's underrated. Christmas Vacation, you could you could talk about that one as well. But Vegas Vacation, um, for me. Hang on, I hate to throw the flag on you again, but that movie was released in 1997. Hold on. You are. Cameron's not going to make it to work. <laughs> that's, that's intentional grounding. That's oh. loss of down. That's loss of down and loss of yards. I, I don't even think you get a pick. I, think, <laughs> I, I, I vote that we that, that Cameron loses his sixth round pick, maybe even his seventh. I, I spent a lot of time. Ed Cash. We always spent a lot of time on this. And I. How did you think Vegas Vacation was in the 80s? How old were you in in my head? (laughs) I mixed them up in my head. I was looking at it and Jeff's camera. Jeff's camera angle looks so intimidating right now. Oh, he's mad. (laughs) Yeah. He's pissed right now. Veins are popping out of his neck. Like he is. Cameron could have thrown a dart, and in those five movies, (laughs) three of them are in the 80s. 1997. Hey. 
No, that was bad. All right, anyhow, okay, Jake, you want to close this out around six here? I think Cameron just lost his pick. I'm, I'm, I'm officially xing that out. You're, you're. I'm, I'm upset. I want to argue, but I'm a little scared that he can reach through this Zoom call. And, uh, so I'm if just we, gonna... if we were doing, if we were doing shots, <laughs> Cameron would be on the floor. Yeah. 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 Three, right? All right. I got to put a big DQ next to that one. Unfortunately. <laughs> Whew. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Round six. I better check my facts here before I <laughs> punch them up. Um, because I am keeping track, you got a comedy and a wild card left, Jake. Uh, okay. So for all right, I guess I'll look at comedy. Um, I'm a little surprised this one didn't go off already because uh, I kind of had it at the top of my comedy list, which I think my comedy list is great. But I'm just going to check the release date real quick for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, barely makes for it. No reason at all. Yeah, just arbitrarily throwing that out there. We're going Caddyshack. Woo! 1980. Yep. So that's my second comedy, which both my comedies had Bill Murray in them, the same wonderful actor. Um, but yeah, I, I just I think Bill Murray makes that movie. I mean, the whole movie is great. Chevy Chase in it, it was peak Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, but Bill Murray in that was it a gopher? Is that what it was? I don't even remember. But um, it was a gopher. yeah, it was just incredible. And the way they end it with him dynamiting the whole course was chef's kiss. It was awesome. So Caddyshack is my second comedy. And now I've got my wild card. And I am a little surprised this one didn't get picked as well. And this is another one where I was torn between the movie I liked more and the movie I think was a better 80s movie and I loved both of them I think they're both incredible but the one I'm picking is Princess Bride as my wild card that is a movie I think and it's funny because it is like it's a comedy but it's also an action movie. There's also some drama in there. Like it kind of hits a lot of notes and it's just- And romance. And romance. Um, and it's just one of those timeless movies. Like you got Peter Falk, Fred Savage, right? As grandpa and grandson. And then you got obviously Carrie Ells, um, Andre the Giant, who is a surprisingly good actor based on what I saw in that movie. Um, Robin Wright. Is Amigo Montoya. What? Isn't Christopher Guest in it? Christopher Guest. He's the six-fingered man. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. Right. It's like, it's just an awesome movie. And uh, Humperdinck, I think, was in The Lost Boys, wasn't he? I think that was his other movie. He's in The Lost Boys. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I, I just, it's one of those like. Wasn't Humperdinck Perseus in Clash of the Titans? He was, yes. Um, 
Yeah, and it's just one of those movies. It's like, it's not just a great 80s movie. I think it's one of those all-time great movies. Um, and just, it like today, if you, like it was on, I would sit down and watch every single minute of it and then rewind oh, it and watch it again. and you could watch, watch it with again. your kids yeah. and you could quote it with your kids endlessly. Yeah, it's who's it's the great. Who's the guy that, uh, the, the never getting a battle of wits with a, Fezzik. Never going against a Sicilian yeah, when death is on the line. On the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great movie. The Screeching Eel. It's just. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn. <clears throat> you fell victim to one of the classic blunders. Number one, never get involved in a land war in, land in war Asia. In Asia. <laughs> Number two, and only slightly less well known. All right, Cameron, time to totally redeem yourself. Hey, you see that? That's three X's next to your name. Come on, you got to go out strong here. Uh, we're expecting big things from you here. Come on, buddy. I'm, I'm rooting for you. Hey, this, this one goes with a story. Uh, I was telling my wife, hey, I got to do some studying on 80s movies. Not my strength. You got any ideas for me? So I was legitimately worried that I was going to run out of 80s movies and Obviously, I did, but this one <laughs> has some some flexibility. So even though I gave up my early wild card, this one fits in a multitude of, of ones. It's comedy, it's teen, and it definitely could have been a wild card. Um, and I had never heard of this until yesterday. It's called Heathers. Good um, movie. Are you guys familiar with the movie at all? Yes. Yeah, Christmas Slater, Winona okay. Ryder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of was a hard-hitting movie, you know, talked about teen suicide and, you know, these, these acts that kill each other. This this teenage girl ends up killing four people and then just kind of riding off in sunset and having a normal life after the after the fact. And, it's probably a movie they you know, when make they said, I, I Googled it. What's that? No, I just said it's probably a movie that they couldn't or wouldn't make today. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. And and when I googled it they said, "Oh, it's like Mean Girls only 10 times worse." And yeah, it's that that's the only thing that I can kind of draw a parallel to, but it's it's not really. But it was a, it was a good movie, really unexpected movie, and like I said, I hadn't heard about it until yesterday. So, there's my um my team pick in this case. Did you watch this movie, Cameron? Have you seen I did. Heathers? Okay. Yeah, I saw it last night. All right. Awesome. Literally didn't know it was a movie until last night. That one's courtesy of my wife. Where'd, how'd you watch it? Um, Beginning to end? Amazon Prime, I think. Okay. Beginning to end. Um, you fact-checking me there, Eric? No, I'm just curious as because I'm curious how, about some of these movies and where I can watch them. Yeah, definitely so, a, a different one. All right, so my uh, my last spot I've got here is comedy, but just a little side note: in the event that we had horror, there was some great horror in the '80s. You had Nightmare on Elm Street, which kicked off a great franchise. You had Johnny Depp in that movie; it was awesome. Friday the Thirteenth. Who doesn't know? who Jason is, um, The Shining, 
which is Stanley Kubrick making a Stephen King book into a movie that's unbelievable. Uh, you got Evil Dead, which could go into comedy or horror, Poltergeist, The Fly. There's some great stuff there. Um, anyhow, having said all that, uh, I'm going to finish out with, with comedy. This is tough. Like you mentioned earlier, there's so many great movies left. Um, I don't know that we've had any Eddie Murphy come off the board. So um, having said that, there were a couple great Eddie Murphy movies to pick one to pick from. Um, this one didn't make quite as much money as the other one, but in 1983, you had Trading Places. So Eddie Murphy Ooh. and Dan Aykroyd, yeah, they they take down the Duke brothers on Wall Street. Uh, the whole story about nature versus nurture. Uh, it's about race. It's about money. It's about class. It is wildly entertaining. Um, yeah. Trading Place is, uh, you know, a great movie. That's my uh, my last pick and my last comedy. Uh, and real quick, before we go, like, okay, it looks like comedy's been cleared out. Eric, you've done your two as well. Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy movies were like, they were the silver medals of my comedy list. Like, every one of them, like, yeah, if I needed to go deeper in this draft, I would be pulling a lot of Eddie Murphy out because there's Trading Places, there was uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Great uh, movie. Yeah. And 48 Hours, which I don't know if that's truly a comedy, but it's a great movie. Um, and then you had, I can't think of it. Oh, The Golden Child was another great movie uh, with Eddie Murphy in it. Like Eddie Murphy had some quality stuff in the 80s. Um, did you say Coming to America? Uh, I don't know if that was 80s or not, but yeah, I mean, your, I'm your point sure is was. He, was, uh, he, he was a titan of comedy for a long time before he disappeared. Well, not only that, you know, these aren't technically movies. I mean, I guess Raw was mm -hmm. released in the theaters first, but you had, uh, Ed, you had Eddie Murphy Delirious, arguably the greatest stand-up ever. And it's so unwoke and it is so endlessly funny now, but yeah. Is that where he's in the red leather jumpsuit? Yes. And if you <laughs> haven't seen it lately, make sure your kids are not in the same zip code and turn it on and yeah. just laugh yourself stupid. It is still really, really funny. <laughs> All, right. All right, Eric, I think you're up, man. Finish this out. Oh, um, Wild card. Just the world is Wild your oyster. Wild That's where it gets tough. So you can pick anything. That's when it gets hard. Yeah, it really is. Because there's some that are great, but they're they're just obscure and like that's great if you're trying to get the obscure pick. There's some that are really obvious, and I and I kind of want to lean that way just because it's it is 80s, like quintessential, like it is on the 80s list for everyone. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's like you mentioned earlier, there are a dozen great movies left on the list here. I mean, no. when we're all done and we go through our 28 films that we've picked, we can throw out Eric, a couple that haven't been picked. It's unbelievable. Eric, at worst, you're going to finish third because Cameron's <laughs> only playing with four right now. So you're fine. OK, OK. Like, so here's my wild card. I'm going to go with it because. Um because it's really outside a lot of the genres. Um, I guess it'd be an adventure. Um, and it's something that I remember very early on seeing and 
and watching and it just kind of enthralled me and the characters especially the actors um kind of stuck out to me i i think that was the first time outside of top gun that i had seen val kilmer um and so i'm going with willow for my wild card it's just like that was just a cool adventure movie and i just remember like enjoying every bit of that and just this world that wasn't our own completely different and it was just kind of wacky and it was kind of dark too disney plus is working on a series based on it what's that you remember you remember val kilmer's character's name uh no i not off the top of my head mad martigan Mad Martin, now, yeah, Mad Martigan. I what I remember is he's always eating the root, right? The black root. The black you never root. Feed black root to a baby. My mother <laughs> raised us on black root. <laughs> it was just a fun All movie. Right. That's a good one. Um, I was thinking that you were going <clears> to <throat> say Real Genius uh, when you said Val Kilmer. No, I haven't was, seen that one. That was another good '80s movie. It's kind of like well, the another, pre- predecessor. Another DC Val Kilmer, another Val Kilmer '80s movie comedy that he was really good in. Um, Top Secret. I thought, it, yeah, he was in Top Secret, right? Yeah, he was the he was the lead he was the lead actor in Top Secret. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm 1984. Oh, the cows. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cows. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Val Kilmer. That was that was him. Hey, so, so listen, here's a quick rundown of some of the movies we did not pick, and it's still a who's who. Um, we didn't pick The Breakfast Club, how that didn't come off the board in 80s movies. Nobody took Footloose. Nobody took Say Anything. Nobody took St. Elmo's Fire. Those all would have been in the teen category. Um, 80s Action. Nobody took Lethal Weapon. Nobody took Raiders of the Lost Ark. Unbelievable. Red Dawn didn't come off the board. I mean, oh my gosh! Just again, just quintessential eighties, right? Comedies. So, Beverly Hills Cop didn't get picked. Fletch, the most quotable movie in the world before Dumb and Dumber, easily was Fletch. Eric, if you haven't seen Fletch, it's Chevy Chase as good as it gets. It's gold. I haven't seen that one either. Fletch okay, so- two is hot garbage. Fletch is really good. <laughs> so some of the ones like that, that I was torn on in my drama was when I picked Scarface. The, my other one that I wanted to pick because I enjoy it more was Glory. Um, oh, one of my favorite so good. Time. Um, and then, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark was way up there. I thought Mad Max would have gone off the board at some point. Um, comedies for me, The Great Outdoors. Uh, with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd is, I think, is an awesome, awesome movie. Um, Blues Brothers is an 80s movie, and that one didn't go off at all. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Karate Kid. Uh, nobody hey, picked Karate, karate Mac, Kid. Yeah. When you said Mad Plus, Max, you meant Road Warrior, right? See, here's the thing. Because <laughs> I didn't see, I've never seen all of Road Warrior, but I have seen all of Thunderdome, so I can't pick you know what I mean? Like I can't pick something that I didn't see. Well, um, Mad Mad Max was actually in the '70s. Road Warrior and Thunderdome were both in the '80s. 
Yeah, I meant I meant beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, wild card, never-ending story. I watched that a ton when I was a kid. Uh, War Games, Tron, Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, they live, which I didn't think was good enough to put on the list, but I just want to mention it now. Is probably hey, one of my favorite. With Roddy, Roddy Piper in his yep. in his big screen debut. Yeah, he took off his kilt. He stepped out of the squared circle, and he I only came here him. to do two things. And I'm all out of bubble gum. So bubble it's gum just, and kick butt. And I'm yeah. all out of bubble gum. The wizard. So here's my question. Now Tremors. that we, you know, kind of wet wet our appetites for all these 80 movies and, and all these great, great things that we've talked about. What are the one or two movies that you feel like, oh my gosh, I've got to watch these in the next week? Ooh, good question. Everything's starred, right? Yeah, Eric, you've got some homework. Yeah, I've got some homework. So there's a couple of ones that I, I, I didn't do too, mention. I do honestly. That I think are great movies, but they're kind of obscure. I think Chariots of Fire. Mm. I mean, it's it's not like one that really sticks as like an 80 movie, 80s movie, but it's it's a great film. Empire of the Sun. It had a great soundtrack. Empire of the Sun was in my drama. Under action, I had Das Boot. <laughs> it's such an amazing film. Um, I, I had The Running Man. I had Iron Eagle, Louis Gossett okay. Jr. You know, again, not a great movie, but a great '80s movie for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> Stripes, Spaceballs. I watched Major League this week. Inner Space. Oh, oh my gosh! Been, is Spaceballs Jews in Space from History of the World? Maybe I don't know. Just no comment. Fun. Okay. <laughs> Inner Space was uh, Martin Short. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. Good 80s movie. I Jim remember watching that a lot and not knowing what was going on. And then, you know, he, he's floating through and he's like, he ends up in like in the uh, the uterus and he sees a baby and he's like, oh, that's like my kid. It's like, <laughs> you know, and when I was like nine, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And then when I was like 12, I'm like, oh, I see what they did there. Oh, 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 I am surprised. that's what that oh. is. Um, Masters of the Universe. Excalibur. Those are some on mine, but. I had Excalibur on my list. Um, so let me, um, you know, you're watching this. I'm going to, I'm going to run through the list and you'll see the graphic up of everyone's picks. So let me go through everyone's picks real quick. Uh, Jake went with Rocky four, then Scarface, then Ghostbusters as a comedy, Batman, the Goonies, Caddyshack and Princess Bride. Cameron. Started off with Rain Man and then Field of Dreams, which became a wild card. It's kind of where he got off track there. I think that's where he uh, made his first misstep. Predator, First Blood, Three Amigos, then a disqualification, and then Heathers. Did you say Predator? Yeah, I said Predator Predator. in there. Yeah, Predator was being talked over. Uh, Jeff's list uh, started with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Then Top Gun, Aliens, E.T., 16 Candles, The Empire Strikes Back, and Rounding Out with Trading Places. 
And then uh, my list started with Stand By Me, followed by Die Hard, The Terminator, Dead Poet Society, History of the World Part One, Back to the Future, and then Willow. So those are the uh, those are the lineups. So I guess for those of you watching, if you want to comment below and just tell us who you think has the best 80s movie lineup, uh, then uh, I don't know. You'll get a prize next time or something. Wow, you really sold that. All right. <laughs> Maybe you'll get something. Maybe you won't. Shut up. I was, I was talking about the four know, of us is getting something. Care. Oh, here's I'm another not... one. The Revenge of the Nerds didn't make it on the list anywhere. Nobody That's took true. that one. Or Porky's. But I haven't seen that. So. See, I didn't care for Porky's. I thought those a little too crass, surprisingly. Um, too crass, wow. Yeah. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, great yeah. 80s, didn't make it. Better Off Dead, didn't make it. Police Academy. Oh! <laughs> Steve, great. Steve Gutenberg ruled the 80s. He had Police Academy series, he had Cocoon, didn't get picked. I mean, there's some good stuff yeah. out there. The Goot. All the right. Goot um, was to answer Cameron's question, a movie I would want to see in the next couple of days, Empire Strikes Back and Rocky Four. Those are probably my two. I must need I need to see those now. But but you've seen those. Yeah, but he did I don't think you were saying like Oh, okay. Were you saying just I, any I'm movie? Sorry, more like, oh, that triggers a great memory of oh, I remember that movie. That's where I was going with that question. Yeah. You know, I, I think for me, it's a movie that nobody picked, but it's on my list. And I'm really looking forward to watching him again here pretty soon is Better Off Dead with John Cusack. It's really campy. Um, it's got great lines like, gee, Ricky, I'm really sorry I blew up your mom and $2. I, I need my I want my $2. It's it's good stuff. So I watched Major League for the first time this past week. And uh, you- when Wild Thing, when... Uh, when uh, Charlie Sheen Charlie Sheen gets up and pitches, and Bob Euchre's like just a bit outside, a bit outside. First time I had heard that, like in context, <laughs> I was like, "Now it makes sense." <laughs> You've probably literally heard that phrase a thousand times yeah. before you. Uh, and I'm really like, okay. <laughs> and then he said, that, "I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I missed?" And then uh, Den- uh, Dennis Hasbert. Yeah. Is that it? The all state guy is uh Yo, Jobu. Yeah. Jobu. Joba. Jo, Jobu. Yeah. It was good. I'm glad I watched can't, that. Can't hit a curveball though. No. Not to say can't hit a curveball. No. Wait until you watch back Major League Three, back to the minors. That's where it really takes off. It's just top quality. Really? Don't yeah, don't watch it. No, no, not not really. Stop. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead. Pretend they stopped right there. And you're in good shape. Yeah, it's a. It's and there a were for me three, three sports movies that I am surprised I didn't sneak in there, and I should have. Was Hoosiers, oh. just absolutely great drama movie. There's there's a lot more to it than just oh they win the game at the end. Um, the Natural. Oh um, yeah. And Bull Durham. Bull Durham is an absolutely great baseball movie. Um, that's cool and talks about minor leagues coincidentally. So yeah, those, those, I wanted to get them in, but they just didn't quite get there. Yeah. 
Bull Durham is a really good movie. Yeah. Um, is that it? Anyone else? No. Hey man, I had All fun. Right. That was uh, that was a good time. I'm curious to to see what people think of our different lists. Um, but yeah, I mean, something Eric said early on, we're still just yanking grand slams in the seventh round. I mean, just four guys picking seven movies each from the eighties. That's not is nearly it, enough, but, it, but in the interest of time, it's all we could stand to do, but it, it, it's it more was of a fun. home. It's more of a home run derby than it is an actual competition at the right. With what we <laughs> it's for the fans. And, and I love Cameron's yeah. comic relief, whether intentional or not, it was beautiful. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Throw it in Vegas vacation. Like, like that was going to fly. Like no one's going to catch that. Just, I just throw that in there. It's like the six step travel the in the all-star game. What? It's like the six step travel in the all-star game. Yeah. Like they just, they had right. to call it. It's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Three, four steps. Okay. Six. Uh, all right. Well, I think that wraps it up. Uh, thanks for everyone for watching. Hey, uh, uh, make sure you guys like, Comment, subscribe. Hey, Jake, what do we got yeah. coming up? Because we're starting to plan these things a little bit more. Oh. What do we have to look forward to? Let me take my notes that I don't have. Um, <laughs> we are, this is going to be good, guys. It's real good. Um, I think for February, um, February is Black History Month. So we're going to spend a couple weeks, uh, three, at least three of the weeks, talking about uh, Black History Month, specifically famous African American um, figures in in our history, and possibly uh, some movies we're going to do a review of, I believe, as well. And then uh, we'll do another Dadbot After Dark on the last week of the month, and that's going to be kind of the plan from here on out. Uh, Dadbot After Dark is the last uh, week that we film every um, from here on out. So does that work for you, Eric? Is that yeah, it's great. Thinking. Sounds good. 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 And then uh, also I'll be releasing a couple more uh, Hercules episodes. And uh, Eric, I know you've got some other stuff planned um, yep. on your own as well. So with that, now I mean it. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Like, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and we'll see you all next time. <laughs>